0: So you recently had a traumatic experience?
1: I did. uh, Like an awful stomach virus that kept me up all night. And I was supposed to be in court, so I had to text one of my partners to, to cover my place. So Tuesday, I stayed home because I couldn't eat or move and I didn't sleep. Wednesday morning, I had to drive to Atlantic City to go to the bar convention. And as I'm getting ready, I go to put on my tie And I start the first process of putting on my tie, you know, you cross the big end over the little end. Mm -hmm. And then I couldn't remember what to do. And I took like 30 minutes just trying to feel like, why can't I remember this? So I'm like, big end over little end, come up and down. But then I would do that and it would just undo. And I'm like, oh, that's not, that's not. And I, but for some reason, I'm like, no, that's gotta be right. Cause that's the only thing that I can remember. And it just wouldn't work. And I'm like, do I go cross and then around? And I did that and it kind of worked, but it looked weird and it actually stayed, but it didn't feel natural. I think I had like such a high fever that my brain broke and I forgot how to tie a tie.
0: Have you forgotten how to do anything else? Not that I can remember. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, because I mean, you wouldn't remember. <laughs> you uh, not, everything else seems okay
1: so far, right? And in fact, uh, I learned how to tie a bow tie. Which to learn how to do it took me a little bit of time, but then once I got the hang of it, I could do it without like even using a mirror.
0: My problem with bow ties is it's it just it doesn't look like the right proportion.
1: It, it depends on the bow tie. So like there are some bigger bow ties and then some narrower ones. I I've been trying to find narrow ones because I do have like a big one and it makes my head look tiny.
0: So- yeah, every time I yeah every time I like tie a bow tie like it looks like a comical it's- like a cartoon kind of like, bow tie. So then I can't wear
1: it. Sometimes though, I want to get one of the ones that like squirts water or something at someone like when you pull on <laughs> it. Um, no, but what I did was I was like because I was thinking about this. I'm like, have I gone crazy? Like, is my brain broken? And without and I, fa- I took out one of my bow ties. I put it on and I tied it without an issue. So it's only uh, standard ties. It's only long ties. And even now, I could not tell you how to tie a tie. And the way I'm, I've am i been doing it, and I've been trying to figure this out, the way I've been doing it still doesn't feel like the like the natural way I've done it. And I mean, like, I used to be able to tie a tie without a mirror or anything else. Like, I knew how many buttons down my shirt I need to line it up with. It's like muscle memory. Right. Yeah. i I don't have the muscle memory for it anymore.
0: The thrill of tying the tie is gone now. <laughs>
1: bb king sang that song about me he had a bolo tie right he did have a bolo tie
0: yeah that's kind of cheating
1: it it is because you i think you just put it on right
0: you know what i think happened i think he had the same illness you had and he forgot how to tie a tie (laughs) and so he just like (laughs) resorted to the bolo tie i think that's what your your life is going to be like now you're just going to walk around with the bolo tie i i i don't even have a bolo tie (laughs) here's how you know you've really lost if you, if you forget how to tie a bolo tie, I think, <laughs> I think you, you need more than medical attention. Yeah. At that point. <laughs> Look, if I start
1: wearing a bolo tie every day, I might still need medical attention.
0: I think you could pull it off. Wow. <laughs> I think, I think mostly di- because your beard would like cover up most of it, but <laughs> I think
1: I, it, I feel like you're just coercing me to do it.
0: Yeah. I really just want to see you, you to tie. see, to see it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like so, a ten gallon hat too. Oh, and man. cowboy
1: boots? Just those three.
0: Pull it
1: together. <laughs> is that is that all I need
0: to, to, to No four things. You need lots of turquoise too. Lots of turquoise? <laughs> bolo tie turquoise. Ten gallon hat. Cowboys. What if it's
1: a turquoise bolo tie?
0: More turquoise? Yeah, I mean the thing about turquoise is when once you, when you uh would you do a little turquoise? You do a lot of turquoise. It's <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's no such thing as as too much turquoise is that, is, that, is that the same
0: there's no such thing as a little turquoise I think people just like go overboard for it
1: do you want to use this as our segue and go right into
0: it <laughs> <As> <laughs> <I've> <laughs> speaking of all of your problems that you're having
1: <laughs> welcome to jurisdiction my name is Nima Ashtiani
0: my name is Adam Juris jurisdiction is a podcast about uh <laughs> <laughs> what is what is yours fiction about
1: it's uh it's about law and order or the lack thereof uh-huh. in movies tv shows in fictional movies tv shows and music that sounds right did i get that right
0: yeah i think that's it so uh we received we kind of received a request we're construing it as a request even if it's not <laughs> uh we've reviewed quite a few songs mm-hmm Beginning with Smooth Criminal, which to date is still our most popular episode, uh, we've done many other ones. Oh, what was it? Jailhouse Rock. And mm-hmm. then You Can Love a Bad Name, the Spider-Man theme song, Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: I think a la- lot. CeeLo Greens. um uh, Frack you. Yeah. Fridge you.
0: Yeah. And so then our friends in the podcast formerly known as the Film Forecast, now known as the Flicks Forecast. That's... F-L-I-X-F-O-R-E-C-A-S-T. You know, they they mentioned when listening to uh, one of our episodes and recording one of their episodes that 99 Problems would be an interesting, you know, fictional song to discuss. And somebody's actually discussed it before. I mean, many other people have discussed it before, I'm sure. (laughs) But uh, a law professor did.
1: Uh, You told me his name and now I'm forgetting it. Um, Caleb?
0: It's Caleb Mason. He, yeah, he used to be... Uh, a professor at Southwestern? Mm-hmm. I think that's in LA. Mm-hmm. Now he's in private practice, but he wrote like a very thorough uh, law review journal article, you know, a- a- assessing how much of the criminal procedure Jay-Z describes, you know, is actually correct. Right. Did you read his paper? I did a while ago. I haven't read it recently, but yeah, I did whenever, you know, it was like 2012 or something uh, when it came out. Uh, how
1: accurate in law was, Jay-Z, was Jay-Z's 99 Problems?
0: Uh, a surprising amount of it was. Mm. He was wrong about whether a police officer can order someone to exit a vehicle. Mm.
1: Well, good for him. You, know, you do your research, you put a good song together, and you get to educate people. Now remember that, because the more you know. Sure, yeah. In fact, Jay-Z is almost the progenitor i suppose of jurisfiction.
0: in a way i'm sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is our muse <laughs> so we're going to review 99 problems mhm which was from the black album
1: which came out in i think it's 2004 i thought it was i thought it was uh, earlier than that for some reason but no that sounds right
0: checking the internet <laughs> 2003 it was actually 2003 <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you ever listen to the gray album?
1: Not. Um, I've listened to songs from it when they come up, like in um, in rotation, but I've never listened to the full
0: album. So the gray album is uh, a Danger Mouse remix album. He took music from the Beatles White Album and lyrics from JC's Black Album. Mm-hmm. And you know, whenever you mix White and Black, there's gray. That's the gray album. It's pretty great. It'll tie into our uh, CeeLo episode, right? Because mm-hmm. they were both in uh, Narsil Barkley. That's right. Ninety Nine Problems was very popular. It ranked, I think, like the number two song of the first you know decade of the twenty first century in some polls. It won a Grammy Award. Yes, that I remember. It Was produced by uh, Rick Rubin, mm-hmm. who is one of the most known producers. In the modern era, right? He's produced uh, everybody from Slayer and Ella Cool Jay. You
1: want to come to my party? I wouldn't give you a chance. You try to take break dance lessons, ended up uh, in an ambulance.
0: Run DMC. System of a Down la, 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 la. Johnny Cash The wise men will bow down before the throne And at his feet they'll cast Their golden crowns When the man comes around The list goes on and on Hundreds of
1: releases And um, little unknown trivia uh, In his free time When he is not making music he is a delicious hot sandwich
0: because the no, it's spelled different. It's not <laughs> different. Reuben, nothing about that is true. Oh, I'm not good at
1: trivia. By the way,
0: <laughs> I mean you're good at uh, misstating trivia,
1: <laughs> which is by automatic loss at trivia.
0: So according to Genius.com, mm-hmm. the idea for Jay Z to record a track called "On and I Problems" may have come from Chris Rock. Who listened to Ice T's song "99 Problems" off of Home Invasion mm-hmm. from the early '90s, which has the same like hook, right? The one that repeats throughout the the song, right? You know, Chris Rock I think mentioned to Rick Rubin, hey, you know, there's this Ice T song with this hook. There's a lot that you can do with this phrase. I think Jay Z might want to record something like this, and so I think Jay Z already had like a song that he was working on. But they, you know, like you use these ideas together and the rest is an award-winning history. This is what, yeah. <laughs> it's a problematic song though, right? Like this is not, it's not clean. It's not family friendly. There's a lot of misogyny, a lot of homophobia.
1: However, we are clean and family friendly. So we will do our best to apply a little soap to the situation.
0: <sighs> Interpret that as you like.
1: <laughs> um, so, would you like to
0: lead us in? You want to just do like the hook?
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. It starts with the hook,
0: sure. Starts with the hook. Just two lines, but it's a very loaded two lines, right? This is the part that comes from the Ice T song uh, mm-hmm. from Home Invasion 99 Problems. Mm-hmm. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but, and I'm paraphrasing here, a lady friend. Ain't one.
1: I'd actually like to personalize that statement, and I'll tell you how I'll do that. And, I, and okay. that seems like that seems like a weird thing to say, but just go with me on this, right? I in fact have two of said lady friends. Uh, they are both.
0: F- you <laughs> you both- literally have female dogs.
1: I literally have two female dogs, and at times they are both problems. <laughs> so, so I have ninety nine problems, and these female dogs are two of them. <laughs> so I got to get through ninety seven others now. Wow. Okay. And they're, they're giving me looks now. <laughs> they're, they're giving me the most like shaming looks for saying it.
0: So here's my first question. Mm-hmm. What is a girl problem?
1: <laughs> That's a loaded question. <laughs> um, oh, a, a fight with a significant other who happens to be a young lady.
0: Does she have to be a significant other? like is any fight with a young lady a girl problem?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say no because you can you can have you can have regular fights with uh non significant others and they would just be kind of generic fights like a disagreement about this that or the other thing that you could have with anybody. However, it would have to be the purpose for calling this person girl and that they're having you're having problems with them is specifically indicative of a significant other
0: what if it's like your daughter oh that's a good point
1: (laughs) then i then i will take back what i said and um i was wrong
0: really what if you have like children and one of them is a daughter and she doesn't want to go to bed when it's her bedtime
1: out of this hook i would say that that's not possible because it seems like he's talking to his son
0: What if it's a grandfather, right?
1: You know what? This actually makes more sense now. If you are having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I have 99 problems, but the girl isn't one. That makes sense because he has a boy.
0: So it's a grandfather (laughs) talking to his son who in turn has a daughter and the daughter doesn't want to go to to bed at her bedtime.
1: And and the son is asking the father what he should do and the
0: grandfather's like, I don't know. (laughs) What if he's like a 99-year-old grandfather? I guess he would be like a great-grandfather or something.
1: Uh, or he just
0: had kids later in life. Could be, yeah. So so, so, so what if it's like, you know, cataracts and high blood pressure ooh. and glaucoma and you know, like Wait. hearing loss? And what if those were his 99 problems?
1: It, oh, I thought you meant that the 99 problems was each year of his yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs>
0: maybe Maybe he's not 99 years old. Maybe he just has like 99 health problems.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know anyone that's ever had ninety nine health problems. usually it's like one big one, right? but I guess it could cause others so how about ninety nine symptoms
0: like carpal tunnel syndrome and <laughs> rheumatoid arthritis yeah uh, <laughs> sore throat <laughs> a, hay uh, fever
1: he's a general practitioner's dream blocked sinuses. <laughs> Are you just looking at WebMD and reading down the list? No, no, I'm making them up on how I had osteoporosis. (laughs)
0: Scoliosis. Scoliosis, sure. (laughs) Hmm. All right, I think we have a pretty good working theory about what this song's about. Just based on the first two lyrics, just for the first two lines.
1: You're using the word good, and I don't think it means what you think it means. (laughs) But but, please, let's go to verse one. Sure. You want to keep going? Uh, Let's keep going. So verse one is... I've got the Rap Patrol on the Gat Patrol. Foes that want to make sure my caskets closed. Rap critics that say he's money, cash, and gardening tools. I'm from the hood, not smart guy.
0: You can say stupid.
1: That's fair. I'm I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you grew up with holes in your zapatos, you'd celebrate the minute uh, you was having dough. I'm like, forget critics. You can kiss my entire backside. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Got beef with radio. If I don't play they show, they don't play my hits. Well, I don't give um sugar. I, oh, I don't give sugar. So rat mags try and use my my black backside. So advertisers can give them more cash for ads. Um, Bad people. Bad people. Not so much friends. I don't know what you take me as or understand the intelligence that Jay-Z has. I'm from rags to riches. Ninjas, I ain't dumb. I got 99 problems. But a young canine lady ain't one hit me.
0: Wow. There's a lot going on.
1: (laughs) So let's start at – I guess we'll just start at the top. I've got Rap Patrol – on the Gat Patrol.
0: Googling Rap Patrol?
1: It looks like a proper noun, by the way, in uh, on on the Genius.com lyrics because they have capitalized the R&P in Rap Patrol.
0: The New York Post uh, in 2001 said that the uh, New York Police Department has a new hip-hop patrol keeping tabs on rappers. Hmm. Ever since a wild shootout on a Manhattan street. So apparently there was like a squad in the New York Police Department for monitoring New York... Rap artists.
1: Oh, that makes more sense. That's why they would be on the Gap Patrol, and that's why he's got them on it. Yeah, okay. I figured he was just raising a militia, and that he just named it the Rap Patrol.
0: Uh, no, this seems to be a reference to New no, because he was from New York. He lived in New York. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, he drew attention from the New York Police Department, and they were paying attention to him. Hmm. He also has foes that want to make sure his casket's closed. This is a very evocative line, right?
1: Yeah. They 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 want to make sure that he is not uh, uh that he does not look pretty.
0: They want to not only kill him but disfigure him so that he cannot have an open casket funeral.
1: Yeah, you know I don't think they're going to get invited to the funeral that way.
0: Well, uh, yeah, I, I think he, <laughs> yeah, they're foes, so they're not going to <laughs> get invited one way or another. But they want to ruin the funeral uh, more than it's already you know a sad a sad, it's sad event. event. Yes, <laughs> they want to make it particularly sad so the police department's looking out for him looking after him I mean, they're they're looking into him he has foes who want to kill him and make him you know disfigured mm-hmm. he also has critics who say that his lyrics the extent of his lyrics are basically bragging about having uh, money and cash and uh lady friends so he'll point out right like he's from he's from a uh financially limited upbringing so he uh you know he grew up with holes in his shoes zapatos is spanish for shoes right so he's saying, you know, of course I would celebrate the minute I had some money because, like, I haven't had it for my entire life. And he doesn't just – he
1: doesn't just celebrate. He tells uh, he tells people to do something.
0: If they don't like his lyrics, you can just fast forward to the part that you do like.
1: Yeah, and the part before that
0: too. <laughs> but he says he doesn't really like them very much.
1: He does. That <laughs> They're not nice people and if you don't like it, don't listen to it. It's actually very mature of him. So – uh, then we have got beef with radio. If I don't play, they show. Was there an issue that he didn't go on someone's radio show, so they they didn't uh,
0: they didn't like him? You know, I wasn't paying that close attention in two thousand three to Jay Z's <laughs> uh, beef with the radio, but apparently this was a problem, right? Like he wouldn't like, go on their show whenever they you know invited him to be a guest, and I guess in response they wouldn't play his songs. But he didn't okay. seem very concerned about that because there's other places and people will listen to Jay Z anyway. Right. Even if it's, you know, not on a radio.
1: And they clearly did, as <laughs> he's been doing quite well.
0: Yeah, the song won a Grammy Award, so yeah, clearly he doesn't have a problem with radios playing radio stations playing his songs.
1: And then we have the, the next part where the rap mags try to use his uh rear end so advertisers can give him more cash for ads.
0: I think they would photograph his face mostly, but <laughs> <laughs> Are, are you sure? <laughs> I mean, that's how I would recognize Tracy. Uh, his, his by, his, by his face. <laughs> I think that, yeah, the suggestion is that, you know, Rat Mags wanted to take photographs of him so that people would buy the magazine and then right. probably read it or whatever. They didn't really care because they got the money, right? Because they sold it. It's kind of exploitative, right? That's Yeah, that's, that's what I was
1: getting. They're exploiting him even though, like, all these people got problems with him. And then he goes to... I don't know what you take me as or understand the intelligence that Jay-Z has.
0: I love the uh, third person reference to himself.
1: So it's, I don't know what you take me as or understand the intelligence Jay-Z has. I'm from rags to riches, ninjas, I ain't dumb. I got 99 problems, but a lady friend ain't one. So it seems like he's doing well.
0: Generally speaking, sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some critics, got some cops looking after him, some foes who want to disfigure him, but generally speaking. He's got a smile on his face doing okay making some money making some money right uh then we got the hook
1: again 99 problems but a uh but a lady ain't one if you're having girl problems i feel bad for you someone i got 99 problems but a female dog ain't one hit me uh he shouldn't tell people to hit him because i feel like there are a few people that want to if he says
0: hit me Mm -hmm. and then someone hits him Mm -hmm. does that stop him from is is, is that an invite (laughs) yeah can he no longer you know sue somebody for assault or battery right if they do in fact what he instructed them to do or invited them to do um
1: for for the purpose of us not getting any trouble by allowing this to be a thing i'm gonna say uh no that person would still be in trouble right (laughs) however
0: what about blackjack
1: him, oh, so someone comes
0: over and throws a throws a, a a playing card in front of him. Yeah, what if it's a queen? Right, he's got 99 problems, but a queen is not oh. one of the cards in his in his. You know, like
1: I like it. He's a he's a high rolling um, blackjack player. Yeah, that's what the song is about. He's a high rolling blackjack player.
0: So I read that uh, that hook means something different in each part of the song. What do you mean? Oh, i mean that they use the entendre in different ways mhm so in this case yeah in this case so the, initially it was an elderly gentleman talking to his son about his granddaughter who won't go to bed mm-hmm. at her bedtime this time though it's about playing blackjack he doesn't have a queen and uh you know he wants he wants another card
1: that makes perfect sense why not sure I, okay I, no, that no, makes sense. I, I, no, I dig it, right? He he's a high rolling blackjack player. He's like a he's like a modern day maverick, although that was a poker movie.
0: Yeah, that's why it's modern day because yeah, it's twenty one. blackjack, yeah.
1: Um. So, do you want to go to the uh, the next stanza?
0: Yeah. So this is a very lengthy. I mean, the first one was pretty lengthy, but this is another lengthy story. Right. It's about a, a traffic infraction, <laughs> among other things. Hmm. The year is ninety four. In my trunk is raw. In my rearview mirror is the wouldn't you know it law. <laughs> Got two choices, y'all. And really, is more than two choices, but you know, for storytelling purposes, two two choices: pull over the car or bounce on the devil. Put the pedal to the floor. And I ain't trying to see no highway chase with Jake. Plus, I got a few dollars. I can fight the case. So, I pull over to the side of the road. I heard, son, do you know what I'm stopping you for? Because I'm young and I'm African-American and my hat's real low. Do I look like a mind reader, sir? I don't know. Am I under arrest or should I guess some more? And here's the response from the police officer. Mm -hmm. Well, you was doing 55 in a 54. License and registration and step out of the car. Are you carrying a weapon on you? I know a lot of you are. To which he responds, I ain't stepping out of anything. All my paper's legit, if legit rhymed with anything. Well, do you mind if I look around the car a little bit? Says the police officer. To which Hova, H to the is O, V to the is A, -a 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 responds. Well... My glove compartment is locked, so is the trunk in the back, and I know my rights, so you gonna need a warrant for that. To which, the police officer responds, aren't you sharp as a tack? Are you some type of lawyer or something? Somebody important or something? I like how he rhymes something with something.
1: <laughs> it's like orange.
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you heard Eminem uh, rhyme words with orange? I haven't,
1: but when we're finished, I will. <laughs> I can think of a lot of things that rhyme with orange. What rhymes with orange? You could say, like, uh, I put my orange four-inch door hinge in storage and ate porridge with George. <laughs> now remember that, because the more you know.
0: Anyway, so Jay-Z responds, Well, I ain't passed the bar, but I know a little bit. Enough that you won't illegally search my things that rhyme with bit. To which the officer responds, well, we'll see how smart you are when the canine come. And then in summation, Jay-Z says, I got 99 problems, but a female canine police dog Mm ain't one. Hit me. So let's start from the top. Yeah. The year is 94. My trunk is raw. Raw being uncooked fish.
1: Just fish? It could be beef, right? He just went to the butcher shop?
0: Yeah, maybe that's it. He just yeah, he went to the, went to Wegman's and he got some, uh, <laughs> some uncooked uh, New York steak. In the rearview mirror is the wouldn't you know it law. hmm Does he have more than two choices at this point? Uh. What he doesn't actually say is that the the police officer behind him and his rearview mirror has the sirens and the, the lights flashing and. <laughs> is indicating that he should pull over, right? Just because a police officer is driving behind you doesn't mean that you're in trouble.
1: Well, you're making an inference, right? You're, you're just assuming that the officer has his lights on as opposed to he looks in the mirror, sees a cop car behind him and goes, I could hit the gas or I could pull over.
0: Or he could just like keep driving normally, right? There's a right. third viable option.
1: Because <laughs> what if it's his pulling over to the side of the road that the cop's like, um, so something must be going on here if this guy's pulling off on a shoulder. Yeah. Which if you do, a cop will then pull up behind you and turn on their lights because you're not supposed to be pulled over on the shoulder. So he should have just uh, he he could he could have kept his cool and kept going.
0: Yeah, so there's a third choice.
1: A third choice. But he didn't. He pulled over because he thought he was getting pulled over.
0: He didn't, he wasn't trying to see a highway chase with Jake. What's Jake? I mean, the context is Jake is a euphemism for a law enforcement officer. Mm-hmm. Is that have you ever heard that before?
1: I have not. Um I assumed it was, you know, uh, I assumed it was the uh, co-host of that podcast I listened to that we were talking about before.
0: Jake and Tom Conquer the World.
1: Jake and Tom Conquer the World. Maybe Jay-Z was riding with Jake in his car and he was like, hey, I want to keep Jake safe. And a high-speed chase would not do well for him if, I'm, if, if the police are behind us.
0: So Urban Dictionary, <laughs> ever informative. Mm-hmm says that at least as of October 8, 2003, so around the time, you know, that this song was popular, a Jake is a narcotics officer or FBI or police officer. Anybody who has the power to arrest is a Jake. Oh, wow. According to our dictionary.
1: I have never heard that phrasing for law enforcement before.
0: Apparently, this is slang among people who, uh, you know, have problems with law enforcement. But now I've learned. Now remember
1: that, because the more you know.
0: So he has a few dollars, and by few, I feel like he's, you know, being modest.
1: He's humble bragging. Yeah, he's humble bragging. He, yeah, he's
0: humbly, <laughs> yes. And minimizing. Right. right. He has more than a few dollars. He can fight the case, right? He could pay a lawyer to, you know, to, uh, defend the charges, if he were charged with something. He seems to think that he would be.
1: I I bet he could afford uh, more than one.
0: At this point, I'm sure he can. So he decides to pull over to the side of the road. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though that may not have been necessary, right? He didn't say that the the siren was on and the lights were flashing. Right. And so then the police officer says, do you know what I'm stopping you for? That's a good first question. (laughs) Well, it is a little confusing. I feel
1: like the officer should know why you stopped him. It's like, why did why did I why did I stop you?
0: <laughs> so this invites the uh, detainee, right? They're detained, I guess. Whenever they're pulled over to the side of the road, whoever the motorist is, uh, it invites the detainee to incriminate himself or herself. Mm-hmm. Right at that point, they're not under arrest, and so they are not protected by Miranda and that sort of thing. Right. Right. Yeah. So they're allowed to incriminate themselves. Yes. So if you say, do you know what I'm stopping you for? They might say something that, you know, was not in fact the reason for stopping them. And then you can like add that to uh, the charges. Murder! (laughs) Right? Like if it's like, do you know what I'm stopping you for? Because I didn't have my seatbelt on. Oh, I had no idea. But you just incriminated yourself. So like now I'm going to, you know, give you a ticket for that. (laughs) But Jay-Z is smarter than that. He doesn't incriminate himself. He asks a lot of rhetorical questions.
1: They may not have been rhetorical. (laughs) I feel that they, they probably were, but yeah,
0: I feel like do I look like a mind reader, sir is definitely a rhetorical question <laughs>
1: little little sass in his in his uh, in his interrogation,
0: yeah, and so the uh the police officer has i feel like the explanation for this strange response is just rhyming <laughs> I feel like he did not actually say you were doing fifty five and a fifty four because I've never seen. 54 Go 54 <laughs> as a speed limit as opposed to speed limit right 50 i've seen 55 i've seen 45 i've seen 35 25 and below
1: so in denominations of five and zero
0: yeah but never <laughs> 54 54 isn't even like what is it a multiple of 27 seven,
1: two. 54 and
0: one <laughs> uh three and nine three and nine yeah but not five and ten
1: I I would like to find this road. And then I want to find the officer that would actually pull someone over
0: for doing... Well, first of all, just, just to, you know, address it, this may have been profiling. And so, it, like, whatever he was traveling it might have been yeah. material uh, in the officer's mind. Yes. But it is material, you know, for justice purposes. Uh, but what I've heard is that radar guns are notoriously miscalibrated.
1: And that's why if you ever get pulled over for speeding, you ask for discovery... And you ask for the certifications on the radar gun and the calibrations and when it was calibrated. You get a the, lawyer in general. And, you you know, get you get a lawyer. Or <laughs> <do this? laughs> what you should do is you should get a lawyer um, yeah. because they ask for all that. And if any of those things are off, you may have a defense.
0: So he's onto something when he says, you know, he can he can probably fight this case. Yeah. So far, right? Because apparently the officer has no other evidence. He was just – he was driving one mile an hour over the 54 uh, posted speed limit. So then the next response was license and registration and step out of the car. Of course, they can ask for your license and registration, right, to mm-hmm. prove that you are, in fact, licensed to operate the vehicle in general mm-hmm. and are registered to be in possession of the vehicle specifically. Right. Because if you're not, then you know, they can contact the person who is and say, look, you know, is this person allowed to to operate this vehicle?
1: But the, the thing they can't do.
0: Can they order you to step out of the car?
1: Uh, I do not believe they can unless they are unless there is a reasonable belief of of danger or or a, or, or or a or, or a crime has been committed. So, like, for example, if if there are if the person has drugs in there on their passenger seat and the cop sees it he goes okay you're right get out of the car because now they're detaining the person right
0: what about suspicious driving suspicion what if you like abruptly pull over without mm-hmm. you know like the the lights and the iron, you know being on um they might want to do a sobriety check right and you know can you do that would it be done with the pass with the driver still inside the vehicle um no yeah so generally speaking. A police officer can ask you out of the vehicle. Ask you out of the vehicle if Mm -hmm. there is cause to do so, right? Right. So if they think
1: you're inebriated, they can ask you out to perform a sobriety check. They can do it to detain you. They can do it for their safety if there is is an adequate, proper reason for them to fear for their safety.
0: Uh, Yeah. So this altercation uh, continues. Mm -hmm. The police officer asks, Hova, are you carrying a weapon? (laughs) And uh, Jay-Z responds, well, I'm not exiting my vehicle and all my, you know, my license and registration are legitimate. Yep. He does not actually respond whether he's carrying a weapon.
1: And the officer asks him, do you mind if I look around the car a little bit?
0: So can he do that? Can the police officer do that even if uh, Jay says no?
1: So, so that, that's, a, that's a funny question because in some state, at the very least, in some states, the officer can always ask, hey, can I search your car?
0: Well what does like looking around the car mean?
1: I mean the officer is so the officer is allowed to look in your windows, right?
0: What about a flashlight? Can they can they turn on a flashlight? And point it into your car.
1: You know, I don't remember. I I I, I think they are. I think if something is within their eyeline, they are allowed to shine a light on it, right? Like um Especially if it's from the outside of the vehicle. Yeah. I think so. So, like, if they look in your back mirror and they see something on your back seat, they can shine a light on it because they don't know what it is, right? You know, like, if they see uh, some metallic device on the back seat, they might say, oh, that could be dangerous. They can shine a light on it and say, oh, it's just a, you know,
0: uh, a lighter. So, as long as the police officer stays outside of the vehicle, he doesn't even need permission to look into the vehicle? Well, not to –
1: Not to look anywhere in the vehicle. To look in anywhere in the vehicle that is accessible
0: through, you know. Well, to uh, use his eyes. To use his eyes. Of course, if he has probable cause, then he can do a lot more than just look, right? Right. Although, uh,
1: one would always say that if, if an officer has probable cause and they want to do a search right there, then the best thing they should do is hold you and apply for a warrant. Because then that's how that officer will know that their search is probably legitimate. There's always a danger when an officer uh, has to argue probable cause
0: later at a different hearing or a motion to suppress. It's easier to ask for permission than forgiveness in these sorts of things. Yes. Although forgiveness may be granted if, in fact, you know, he can articulate the cause that he, you know, had for doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, he asks for permission. The police officer asks for permission. And Jay Z uh, generally responds, no. (laughs) <laughs> everything's locked right uh so it doesn't really matter if uh you know you open the door you're still not gonna unlock the the trunk you're not gonna unlock the glove compartment right which i don't think they need to be locked just being shot in general
1: if if, if they if they if they're asking to search his car and um, oh, i think that
0: depends on the level of danger right
1: mm, yeah but there has to be there has to be like a uh, like i was saying before there has to be a um You have to be able to say why you felt you were in danger. You can't just be like, well, I wanted to search for a gun to make sure I wasn't in danger. That's not that's not how that
0: works. Right. But if uh, if the person who was pulled over is acting violently Mm -hmm. or if there are other, you know, weapons in plain sight, Mm -hmm. then it raises the question, well, are there other weapons?
1: Right. Like, like I said, if, like if he had maybe some drugs in the passenger seat, well, then you could search the whole car for other drugs and any in anything that would look like it could hold drugs. And if you find anything else while
0: you're doing that search, then that would be an OK search. Anyway, there's, there's back and forth. The police officer asks rhetorically, maybe not rhetorically. Uh, he asks Jay-Z, are you like a lawyer? Or are you important? Like, why do you know so much or why do you seem to know so much?
1: He was very honest about about the uh, during the whole stop. Right. Very straightforward. You're not searching my car. All these things are locked. I'm not an attorney. I never passed the bar, but I know some things.
0: That's a good uh, you know position to take. Right. Yeah. Don't incriminate yourself, but be honest. Right. Yeah.
1: And then the officer replies to him. Well, we'll see how smart you are when the canine come. To which Jay-Z replies, I got 99 problems but a female canine uh, police unit ain't one. Hit me. So it looks like the officer is trying to say, you are going to have a problem, and that is going to be one of them. And he's still saying, nope, I'm good.
0: Yeah, and so we get the hook again. At uh, this time, it seems to be about a police dog, not playing blackjack, or a grandfather talking to his son, who in turn has a daughter, uh, who refuses to go to bed at her bedtime.
1: And then we have the... I believe it is the final verse.
0: The final verse.
1: So this is, now once upon a time, not too long ago, a fella like myself had to strong arm a person, a young lady. This is not a lady in the sense of having a um, feline, (laughs) but a feline having no goddamn sense try and push me. I try to ignore him, talk to the Lord, pray for him, but some fools just love to perform. You know the type, loud as a motorbike, but wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. And only thing that's going to happen is I'm get to clapping and he and his boys going to be yapping to the captain. And there I go, trapped in the Kit Kat again, back to the system with the riffraff again. Friends on the floor, scratching again. I think that's
0: fiends on the floor. (laughs)
1: that would be a lot that makes a lot more sense than what i could not read see this is what happens when you get high fevers and you start having problems you were asking what what other side effects i had reading comprehension it is aphasia it is aphasia (laughs) fiends on the floor scratching again paparazzis with the cameras snapping them da try to give a young african-american shaft again half a mil for bail because i'm african all because this fool was harassing them, trying to play the boy like he's saccharin. Uh, but ain't nothing sweet about how I hold my gun. I got ninety-nine problems, being a young lady ain't one. Hit me. So he's going to tell you a bedtime story.
0: <laughs> a very violent bedtime story. This was like the original Grimm stories, right? They they were originally very violent. Actually.
1: A little, uh, a little trivia for you. Mm-hmm. This verse was once the start of a scroll for Star Wars, but then they changed it
0: a long time ago in a galaxy far, <laughs> far away. Jay Z had to strong arm. Somebody <laughs> that
1: that—that's exactly what happened. But then they decided not to use it, so Jay Z used it.
0: Yeah, and so he does a lot of. <laughs> it's a very convoluted way of, of making homophobic insults.
1: Yeah. He talks about someone trying to start a fight with him. Says a lot of inappropriate things about that person, uh, and then the person keeps saying things for the purpose of trying to induce Jay Z into a fight. Jay Z says if he fights the guy, he's going to hurt him, and then he's going to be trapped in uh, Willy Wonka's chocolate factory.
0: are you? You're at the Kit Kat part. <laughs>
1: Do you want me to go back up? Did I go too no, far? No, 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 no,
0: no. I, yeah, I'm following you. Okay. <laughs> so he's in Willy Waga's uh, chocolate factory. That's that's where Kit Kats are made, right? No, but they are made in a chocolate factory. Oh, okay. Well, um,
1: you know, chocolate's delicious, so it sounds like he's
0: doing well for himself. Then he goes back to the system
1: with the riffraff again.
0: If you could choose where you could be trapped mm-hmm. between, uh, you know, Cloud City encased in carbonate Or in a chocolate factory with, you know, like everything that they use to make Kit Kats. Mm -hmm. Which would you choose? Um, Chocolate factory. Because you can eat your way out.
1: You can eat your way out. The only benefit with the carbonite is as long as you're not perceiving the passage of time, if you are truly frozen, like you're putting carbonite and you don't know what's going on and then you're brought out of carbonite and you wake up, then that's okay.
0: Apparently, you have some short-term vision loss.
1: Yeah, but it's short-term.
0: I'm gonna go with carbonite. Oh, yeah. Because you might get you might drown in the Kit Kat material. Well,
1: eat, eat your way out. Drink your way out.
0: Yeah, but you might drown before you you know succeed. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or you might get diabetes. But I- <laughs> it's like uh, Kill
0: Bill Two, right? Where she's uh, uh, where the bride is in the uh, like the homemade coffin.
1: In the coffin, and she has to do the one inch punch to get out?
0: And she's like buried under quite a lot of soil. hmm. Like how, how did she breathe?
1: Uh, you know, there was air in there.
0: In the coffin. In the coffin. But then whenever she broke the coffin.
1: Um, you know, you take a deep breath.
0: I don't know. I would prefer to be encased <laughs> in carbonite and then kick then you know, kick cats and whatever.
1: Are you trying to insinuate that some portion of Kill Bill or Kill Bill Volume Two is unrealistic?
0: Oh no, it's highly realistic.
1: Okay, I was just making sure. Um, so where, where do we leave off? We were at the chocolate factory. So okay, I can see why why Jay Z would be worried, right? Because maybe he's like, yeah, just put me in carbonite. I don't, I don't want to get diabetes, and I don't want to drown in chocolate. That makes sense. Uh, so then he's back through the system with the riffraff again. Isn't riffraff like another kind of chocolate bar?
0: I've never heard of riffraff candy, but it might be. I don't pay very close attention to, to you know, types of candy. I think back through the system is a reference to the you know penal system. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> hmm.
1: So, so he's in with with other people stuck in the chocolate factory.
0: If he succumbs to the fight, yes, and is arrested,
1: yes, for battery among other things right and then there there are fiends on the floor scratching again
0: I think that's our um like heroin fiends
1: that's what I th- that's what I was thinking yeah it, it, it might be a it might not be such a good ingredient in your chocolate bar but
0: or crackheads or you know cracking like, yeah
1: um and then paparazzis with their cameras snapping them well because he's famous and has all that
0: money but snapping M right are they taking photographs of the drug addicts on the floor? Like who? Who are the paparazzi taking pictures of?
1: It's plural. That's right. Hmm. Paparazzi. Yeah. No, I think that's right. I think he's taking pictures of the fiends.
0: That's a strange thing for paparazzi to take photographs of.
1: Well, you know, you have uh like the the artistic f- uh, photographers that take pictures for like you know for um for specific pieces. Like um for example, they go to war torn countries and take pictures of of Children that are injured or dead. They could be hired. Yeah. And then the DA tried to give a fella shaft again. Half a mil for bail because I am African. Oh, that wrong. I guess got that. Um, so it looks like the DA is is trying to do something wrong is what he's insinuating.
0: Uh, yeah. Again, with, you know, some homophobic connotations. but
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it has been known to happen. Yeah, for you know for quite some time let's see all because this fool was a uh, was harassing them i'm guessing he's talking about the original guy i think he's talking about himself this oh th- wait him like jay-z was harassing them
0: no no so uh this was the the person who's as loud as a motorbike who jay-z yeah wasn't in, was inclined to strong arm
1: yeah the 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 guy who has a female uh feline tendencies. Sure. Trying to play the boy like he's saccharine, but he ain't nothing sweet about how I hold my gun.
0: I like that. I like that turn of phrase.
1: Saccharin and yeah.
0: Ain't nothing sweet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it's a, it's good. And then and then this one, um this one he changes the uh changes the last line. He says, I got ninety-nine problems, but being a lady ain't one. This one he's talking about not going to the chocolate factory. <laughs>
0: Not going to the <laughs> not going to the proverbial chocolate factory, what was it a uh, varuca salt See, there is loose nor he's not Veruca salt he's not he's not Veruca salt. he's Charlie, not to uh, salt
1: and then uh oh, and what if the fiends are the people who are licking the walls saying that the schnozberries taste like schnozberries?
0: <sighs> that makes a lot of sense, so uh, this Gustav.
1: Is- Gustav, that's right. The sh- the schnozberries taste like schnozberries.
0: Mike TV and Gustav, yeah. <laughs> they're they're licking the floors, and meanwhile Jay Z is trying not to get into a fight
1: with Mike TV because Mike TV Mike TV was the one that was loud like a motorbike, right?
0: He was a loud person.
1: He was a loud person. That makes a lot more sense now. And the DA is like Willy Wonka, right? sure you lose you get nothing good day sir good day sir good day sir (laughs) and then we go to the hook again 99 problems but a thing ain't one if you're having girl problems i feel bad for you son i got 99 problems but a lady ain't one hit me and then the outro you crazy for this one rick it's your boy i think he was trying to leave a voicemail with someone but he forgot that he was recording.
0: So Rick right? uh, is the producer, Rick Rubin.
1: Oh, okay. So he was leaving a pro, uh he was leaving a message with his producer.
0: Yeah, so if you click the thing on uh, Genius it'll like explain it. Apparently it was just like something that Jay-Z said while the mic was recording in the recording studio. Mm-hmm. And Rick Rubin wanted to edit that part out, right? Cuz it didn't belong in the song. It wasn't part of the song. And because uh Rick Rubin was involved in you know producing hip-hop records for decades Mm -hmm. before shout outs were as common as they became right but jay-z was insisting like i don't know i want you to keep this part in the song
1: so all those times that we hear um in rap songs like talking about all other people and it's not really part of the song he was the he may have been the guy that
0: started the whole trend no no jay-z didn't start the trend but what what i'm saying is rick rubin was involved in hip-hop before that was common mm-hmm. and so he's he's from an era oh when they didn't do when it. it didn't yeah so his instinct was to take that part out but jesus said no no no, no that, that's that's part of the song well my favorite shout out by the way is is odb uh-huh he's <laughs> at the end of um one of the first tracks off of, I can't even say the name of the album because it contains profanity, very bad profanity. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he's given this long list of shout outs mm-hmm. to uh, like teachers, submarines, all kinds of things. And he eventually like he's, he runs out of things to give shout outs to. Mm-hmm. And he's just struggling to like find one more thing, and he's like, I give a shout out to myself.
1: I give a shout out to um, um, myself. <laughs>
0: That's my favorite shout out. ODB he shout he gave a shout out to so many things, he lost track and couldn't think of anything else, and so he just like shouts out to himself.
1: Does he does he uh refer to himself as ODB or does he say me?
0: It's uh he goes like I give a shout out to myself.
1: Oh, nice. Hey, look, if you're doing well, you're part of your own success, so why not?
0: Yeah, why not? So, summation <laughs> uh-huh. this is a song about a grandfather talking to his son who has a granddaughter. Well, I guess the son has a daughter. It's the granddaughter of the first person. Right. Who does not want to go to bed at her bedtime. It's mm-hmm. a girl problem. Mm-hmm. That's right. Then it becomes about Blackjack. Right. Jay-Z does not have a queen, and he wants another card. <laughs> That's right. And then it's about canines, right? Mm-hmm. Actual, actual, yeah. He has some raw steaks in his trunk. Mm-hmm, yeah. But he's unconcerned about the police docs. His, his his trip to Wegmans didn't go well. Well, he, got, he thinks he got pulled over. He may or may not have actually been pulled over because, like, what about the sirens and lights? Right, right. And then, in closure, it is about a trip to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. He encounters Mike TV and Gustav. Gustav, right? They are fiendishly licking the ground. It's Meanwhile, like... Veruca's salt is not a problem for Jay Z. And uh, again,
1: the schnozberries do in fact taste like schnozberries. I feel like I understand the song a lot more now that we've discussed That's it. A, right. I'm I'm a little little surprised. What was that guy's name? Caleb Mason? Yes. The the guy who did it. I'm surprised he didn't get all that.
0: No, because he was probably more concerned with accuracy and law. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Mm. Not a thing I strive for. (laughs) Well, yet another. Another problem.
1: Another problem solved by jurisdiction. Another, Another interpretation that was much needed.
0: We have 99 problems and this is one of them. For everyone else,
1: if this song was ever a problem for you, I'm like, why? What? What's happening? Just refer to this analysis. And- the, yes. This episode is all you need. Tell your friends about it. Are we on social media?
0: We are on many social media. True story. We are on Twitter at J-U-R-I-S-F-I-C-T-I-O-N number one. Are we on Facebook or Instagram? We are on both. Oh. Uh, we are just J-U-R-I-S-F-I-C-T-I-O-N people can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher. They can rate us as many stars as you want. I think you're limited to only 5, but go ahead and try to give us more than 5.
1: Or sign up for sign up for like more iTunes accounts and uh, SoundCloud accounts and everything and just keep listening to it and then doing it that way.
0: If you're so motivated. I guess if you you're so do that. yes, that's it. Right. <laughs> Follow us on on our social media. Mhm. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud.
1: I believe we no longer have problems if you have problems, Adam feels bad for you,
0: sons. Thanks for listening. Got the bad patrol, only cab patrol foes <laughs> that wanna make sure my gas <laughs> is closed. Where could it exist he's money cash shows up from the hood, stupid with types of bags and those. If you go up